All right, everyone. Welcome back to episode eight of the Below 500 podcast. I'm Wiz. I'm Hunter. I'm, I'm Cooch. Uh, today, kind of a quick turnaround time because we got last week's episode out late to y'all, so we don't have too much to talk about. But uh, I'll let Hunter take it away to get us into NFL here. All right. So as Wiz has just said, it's been kind of a slow week, but there's been a little stuff to talk about that i mean there's been a little bit of trade buzz popping up and i'm not talking about the usual rogers or watson but some some names that are outside of them finally one that came up today a little bit was gardner Minshew. the jags asking asking price on him has been a fifth or a sixth round pick do y'all think he's worth that much or more well i i think that whole thing's bs because i feel like he's worth a lot more than that oh I, yeah I'd say, like, if Jimmy Garoppolo could go for a two, Minshew could easily go for a two. Mm, I don't know about a two. I'd say the least I would give is a four. Most I mean, probably, I'd probably he, give most of a third. He's a pretty yeah, good I mean, quarterback. Yeah. The NFL up. trade market has been just off the wall recently. I mean, like, Julio Jones went for a second and a fourth. So I have no clue what anybody's worth anymore. That's very true. Or would. Where do you think he would probably end up going, though? See, that's a hard one. Uh, he, he'd go I mean, somewhere where he, he wants to go somewhere where he wants to compete to start. Yeah, that's what, that's what he's came out sure. and said. Uh, right now, it seems like every team has kind of got its battles or what competitions going on. So. I don't think this team would trade for him, but if he wants to compete to start, forty nine in like a halfway legitimate franchise Detroit I, oh, think, I was just thinking like that actually a sneaky landing spot uh-huh. I was thinking yeah, that but they spent a lot of money well, not really a lot of money but, obviously uh, they're not going to do it because they're like they pushing right all their now. chips in on Jared Goff but I don't think anybody in the Detroit fan base or outside of Detroit that thinks Jared Goff is like the answer in Detroit oh no you know I, I would kind of like to see him at Pittsburgh a little bit Pittsburgh got Haskins though, so if, okay. Rudolph. If if I had to throw two, I'm gonna throw three teams out there. Two of them would put him into already ongoing QB competition: the Niners and Bears. Just because uh, you're gonna make him compete with Fields. I mean, if if you think Fields and Lance aren't ready yet, but you know um, Dalton or Jimmy Garoppolo is not the not the answer. You know, put Minshew in there. And then let those rookie quarterbacks sit behind him. But it's unlikely because they're a division opponent, but why not the Texans? Mm. Minshew uh, would be Minshew would be if Watson's gone, he's the best guy on Yale's team. No. No, I'll take I'd so, take Tyrod over don't Minshew easily. Say that. Tyrod is ass. We're not talking about this today, though. I, We're okay. not. Minshew's better than Tyrod. <sighs> can't wait to prove you wrong there buddy but i don't know if i'm the if i'm the jags i would look at if if i want to trade him i would look at trade uh like for the jags and Minshew kind of together i think tampa bay is like a sneaky good i don't know they just they just drafted trask in the second round and trask is getting a lot of praise from Brady and hmm. yeah brady loves trask brady and arians i would i would look at washington I feel like that'd be a sneaky good okay. team to 
team actually, to get him. I actually like that because Heineke has. I think he's good. He's good. I like him. He needs some competition besides yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, I think Fitzpatrick starts this. Who's <sighs> there's a there's a third guy, Kyle Allen. I think. Oh yeah, who gives a shit about Kyle Allen? But I would like that would be pretty pretty nice to see him in Washington. Either that or maybe a possible Matt Ryan replacement in Atlanta. Okay, yeah. Actually, I'll say Atlanta and Washington sound like the two best things I've heard so far. Damn, I'm making Goose or Wiz change his mind. That's wild. I don't think this has ever been done. All right. Another name that's been popular ever since last season is Stefan Gilmore. Gooch knows pretty pretty knowledgeable about this one, probably. Um, I wouldn't say pretty knowledgeable. I just don't like the idea of trading him. I mean, like a oh, we lost one, and it wasn't me. <laughs> and he's back. No, I just had to yell at my dog real quick. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. Personally, I don't like the idea of trading Stefan Gilmore. I don't really know what we would be looking to get back for him. But, like, I mean, that's like between him and Devin McCourty, our secondary, when we're back at full strength post-COVID, is going to be, like, one of the, like, strong points of our defense. So, I don't know. I, I said I, I don't know what kind of destination we'd have in mind for him. Because I don't know what the market for Gilmore would be. Here's a question for you: Would you take a third round pick for him? Oh, I feel like it's too low for Gilmore. I would no, take at least so, a second. So, are you telling me a team out there is going to offer just as much, if not more, for Stephon Gilmore than Julio Jones? Yes. A cornerback is a pretty, pretty. Yes, yeah, he's good. He's good. I'm, I'm, it would depend like, on this. It's team. a pretty important position. Like right now, right now, um, who is it? Jalen Ramsey's hyping up the Rams to trade for a uh, trade for Gilmore. Do you know he's how going? nasty that would be with Ramsey? That would be but, ridiculous. But they're, they're already they're already a good defense. They already honestly. are. But imagine Gilmore they, they next to be... Ramsey. I'd pick them. I'd bet. I bet the bank for them to win the Super Bowl. Easily, dude. I was about to say, like, I, I'm already that, high on my list right now. But yeah, I think the Rams would do it because I think the Rams are definitely in like a a win now. They are, yeah, they're in a win now window. I mean, with Stafford, Cup, Robert Woods. So that's what I was gonna say. Is I feel like their defense is good enough to where if I was them, I would have rather bought in on uh, Julio than Stephon Gilmore. Just but see, they have that offense. weapons on offense too, though. They've yeah, got they already have a good yeah, they have a good wide receiver on offense. Cups already had injury issues, so add on a uh, Julio for insurance. Julio uh, is insurance. I mean, like depth. That's an insult. I, I didn't mean I'm it saying. Yeah, Wiz wants Julio to come off the bench in LA. <laughs> no. I mean, Julio would come in the slot. Julio be your deep threat. Woods. If I was the Rams, or if I was New England in a trade situation to the Rams, I would talk. Speaking of draft pick picks, try to like talk them into giving me like later year draft picks because I think like they're t- trying to win now. So if you get picks, if you get them to start like negotiating picks in like 2023, I think you'd be able to get a lot more out of LA strictly because. Oh, they are kind of like capped on picks. I didn't think about that. 
Yeah, they're trying to win right now, and so LA. When if you if you want like a 2023 second and a 2024 first, they're they're not going to care. They're going to be like, yeah, whatever. Like our times right now. Why do I care about 2024? Can you trade that far? They they don't even. Yeah, you can trade three years. I believe three years. I don't know if it was three or what. So 2024 draft analyst is they don't have a first round pick until 2024. The next two are to the line. Oh, it works perfectly. Was it worth it? Might as well go all in. I mean, look what Houston did. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> next up, uh, Jordan Hicks. People thought he was going to get traded right before the draft whenever he came out and kind of publicly wanted to trade. That's the uh, Cardinals guy, right? Yep, Cardinals linebacker. So, I don't know. I, I don't think he'll play for the Cardinals. I actually forgot about him because uh, his issue is they they drafted a rookie and immediately made him yeah, Mike, immediately, yeah, made Mike him Backer. Mike, and he didn't like that. Yeah, so I don't know. I've heard the Eagles have interest in taking him back. But. I mean, he, he's a hell of a linebacker, but I just think that'd be stupid okay. of Cardinals. Let's, to solve, let's solve multiple problems at once. Gilmore to Arizona for Hicks straight across. I wouldn't be mad about that. Uh, that seems pretty fair. Yeah, from, from a New England perspective, you trade an, a veteran, Not I wouldn't say aging, but he's not young, cornerback for a young up-and-coming linebacker. And we get Dante Hightower back this year. So you kind of just trade one strength for another. I would Is say – We would go from having like a stacked secondary – to a stacked running back or linebacker, yeah, uh, group that really doesn't sound bad because the Cardinals, no. do need some yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everybody wins. Yeah, I'm, well, saying, I'm a draft I would, I would analyst, give, but I would give Gilmore and a conditional fifth for Hicks, and a conditional sixth, that's, mainly that's only because Gilmore's me. up there in age. I don't know. Not I, I, I don't, but like, I don't like talking conditional when it comes to NFL because that just gets in a bunch of bullshit but yeah it's like it's a crazy rabbit hole to get down but while we're on the cardinals i'll go ahead and keep the same team chandler jones this hasn't been public but he hasn't he still has not shown up to any offseason practice and apparently he's removed everything cardinals related from all of his socials isn't that How a fucking old is chandler jones i don't know he, he used to i feel like he's it. i feel like he's old that, he's a defensive end right yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure him and uh, JJ Watt have been working out together. I think. I, yeah, I but Watt showed up. up. Watt's already showed up to offseason yeah. activities though. But, but they've they hung out and worked out together. So I think even if he's got some issues with the team, I think he's going to be there. Yeah, I don't know. Chandler is supposed to. He's been a leader of the defense. He's supposed to still be that leader of the defense. And how are you going to be a leader and not show up? And then go ahead and delete everything Cardinals related off of all your socials. Everyone does it just to get what they want. Yeah, it's just yeah. mind games. It, it does, doesn't yeah. really shock me anymore. Like, so many players have done that and end up not getting traded. Um, who's the the Bears wide receiver, Allen Robinson? Yeah. He, he yeah, didn't he have did midseason that. last year before the trade deadline and didn't get traded. Like, yeah. I, yeah, unless, unless there's actual buzz around it, I don't care too much. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't want him to leave that on leave there because him and Watt on opposite sides would be really fun to watch be really really good but stay in the nfc zach Ertz 
the Eagles. That's been a lot of talk ever since the offseason began. Okay, just real quick, my issue with that is he, he's been rumored to be traded ever since Dallas Goddard ended up being a good, decent tight end for him. But I think Zach Ertz is still better than Dallas Goddard right now. Oh, easily. Ertz is one of the top tight ends of the league, and he's he's very, very underrated. Yeah, but I just – And I don't know why the he's Eagles, so underrated. I don't think I – like I don't like the idea of the Eagles trading him specifically because – they have a chance to have like kind of like one of the more surprising new offenses this year. And yeah, I don't think Dallas Goddard is like a bad tight end replacement, but I'm not trying to trade. I'm not trying to like substitute Zach Ertz for Dallas Goddard. Like the first year I have to have be like really competitive again. Yeah. I mean, I would. I mean, you're looking at having the, uh, is it, oh who is it um Miles Sanders is that the right last name yeah yes he's our yeah see I mean you're looking at having like the Miles Sanders Devonte Smith Zach Ertz Jalen Hurts combo in Phil in Philly and I, I just I just don't feel like no that'd that, be too like, that'd be too nice to have especially Ertz he's he's an amazing pass catching tight end one of the best in the league. Right, that's what I'm He's saying. Like, consistently over a thousand yards. Hurts to Goddard just doesn't intrigue me as much. No, no, no. But all as, right, as a Cowboys, and fan. I feel like Zach Ertz. You talking about him being underrated? I feel like he's not the type of guy that can like sit out. Like, no. if if you choose not to trade him, he's he can't really like hold oh, your yeah. locker room hostage like other players could. Why? Because he's white. God, Hunter, this thing is canceled <laughs> week in, week out. I I commented one thing on Shannon Sharp's post, and I've got saw that I've oh got race. I've got racists in our comments. Like, just backlash. say you don't like white people. I'm like, yeah, it's chill. Like, I didn't say that. You don't like white. Or, why are you saying you don't like white people? Y'all just acting like y'all don't like black people now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I said, I said, chill. I just brought up a fact. Man. All right. Well, the last one is kind of a reach. It's like it's more not even it's not really buzz. It's like the possibility of it happening. If Jameis or Taysom doesn't work out and the Saints want to do a rebuild, think they'll get rid of Michael Thomas? Ooh. um... Okay, so that's one that I could see just going for just like a load of draft picks. Like just send him to the, the, whatever team offers you the most draft picks. Oh, yeah. So are you also trading Camara or are you keeping Camara in that rebuild? I didn't really think about that. I was trying to think. Yeah. Of the, I mean, the you got to leave team. yourself something to rebuild around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can keep it running back. They'll last a couple of years while you're doing a rebuild. I'm thinking I'm... like, you like unload Michael Thomas for like literally just a haul of draft picks and then maybe see if you can get like next year's second for Taysom. Yeah, you want you would try to at least trade who the most valuable. That's what you ideally do in a rebuild. And honestly, I'm not that sold on Michael Thomas. I'm not either. So I would I would trade him for what you if there was someone if you had to choose between trading Thomas and Camara, I'm trading Thomas and building around Camara. Oh, d- Michael definitely. Thomas had Michael Thomas had one drop across two seasons, and Wiz isn't sold. 
how many of those were deep balls. They were all shallow yeah. crosses. Like that, that compare him. He, his to quarterback Hopkins. was Drew Brees. That's not his fault. Compare him to Hopkins. He didn't have a quarterback that could throw the ball. His coach is Sean Payton. It's the same. Uh, Sean Payton going to throw the ball for Drew Brees? He could. He was able to do it. Why? How come it was just Michael Thomas that wouldn't get the deep balls? It's because he's deadly as a route runner, but he just cannot go for a deeper or go for deep at all. Can't catch a deep pass to save his life. Well, he's about to be playing with Jameis, so I guess we'll find out. <laughs> well, we'll see how great Jameis is. That'll be the, was. the true LASIK. LASIK eye surgery. Well, that's all for the NFL trade block buzz, but we are going to go ahead and start a new segment this week. There's around 10, between 10 and 12 weeks left till the season starts, NFL season. So every week until then, we're going to start a top 10 list, whether it's positional, rookies, whatever. We shall name this top, or this the terrible 10s below 500 gives a top 10 list. You know it's not going to be that great. No, our name's below <laughs> Exactly. So we're going to have some terrible takes. We're not doing any research when we come, whenever we tell, talk about it, bring it up. Just whoever comes up to our heads first. It's It's got to be a disaster. It's yes. going to be a disaster. And today we're going to start with our top 10 rookies of the 21 season. So Who wants to go first? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The way we should do this, should we just like alternate between us three? Yeah, I would say yeah. let's alternate. And we'll just go in that order for how we start the next list too. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, so... so... Someone else start because I'm just like, if, uh, I go with you to hmm. start. All right, I'll start. I've got a list pulled up. I'm trying to kind of. Oh, I've got a, I, ass. oh, I didn't know we were doing it off the dome. Yeah, yeah that's, that's why it's terrible. That, that's what makes, oh, yeah, that's what makes it fuck. fun. If it was factual, All right. All that right. would be fun. Let me think. I got a couple floating around in my brain. Right. I'll go ahead and start. Oh, okay, go ahead. Oh man, I'm choking. I was been out. I was confident to start. <laughs> then all of a sudden, um, how are you going to say all start and then not have one ready? I was about to do it, and then it just it sounded stupid. It left my head. Say it. Just say I, it. Yeah, that, it's terrible tens. You got two more picks afterwards to make up for yourself. Thank you, Scott. Give me Nico Collins. Who? Who? Oh my See, god! Exactly. I told me to say it. I didn't want to, but okay. I'm I'm leaving him at ten. Oh, you. <laughs> uh, I thought about kicking you, but that'd be too rude. You bitch, <laughs> Nico Collins. Oh yes, he has been drawing a lot of DK comps. Everyone draws comps every. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I made Gooch leave. Damn. No, no. His computer probably <laughs> I know. died. His computer died. Oh, my God. Uh, but no, Nick, Collins has been drawing a bunch of DK comparisons. He's been hitting the books every day. They said he's a lot more knowledgeable in the offense than they expected him to be. It, it's not that I think he's not going to be good. It's just I don't think you can. Uh, what was he, a fourth-round draft pick? Yeah, he's a fourth-round draft I, pick. I don't think you – like. He's going to be our star. He's going to be our number two wide receiver. I don't think you can say Nico Collins is any better than any of the actual top ten draft picks. 
you could list off one through 10 and Nico Collins is better than one of them. Now I'm not saying whoever was picked 20 might be better than someone picked top 10 in my opinion, but Nico Collins is not better than one of those guys. Look, people are going to be not expecting Nico Collins to be great. They're going to be double covering Brandon cooks easily because he's the only name worthy person on our receiving course besides Randall Cobbs. Okay. Uh, my Michael back. Collins might be yes, you're back. One. Let's go. All right, welcome back, Gooch. Yeah, Anyways, Gooch. I was just having to defend my Nico Collins pick. Yeah, one of y'all can have it next. Uh, I'll go nine. I'll next. go with the nine. Um, wait, what did you say? With I said I put your name next. Okay, then I'll go with the nine. Give me. <laughs> Give me Patrick Sertan out of Denver. Oh, I almost said him too. Wish you would have. Shut up. It would have been better than Nico. Look, I cannot wait to prove y'all wrong. Okay, my wife just got home, so my dog's freaked out. Nobody cares. I just didn't know if anyone heard that. Yes, yes. We heard your little mutt barking next. Who's number eight on your list? Number eight. um, I'm going to go with Jalen Waddle. Okay, I don't hate it. I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, where did he Miami. go? He's, He's in Miami. Miami. That's right. I'm trying to think who their wide receivers are. They got Will Fuller, Waddle. Uh, he might be a good number two. He, okay, hot take. He has a chance to be like that. Like every year, you've got that one rookie number two wide receiver that blows up. You had Juju. You had uh, Justin Jefferson, so mark the tape. I think Jalen Waddle has probably is probably the best chance to be like this year's Justin Jefferson. Oh, definitely, especially because he's next to Will Fuller, and that was mm-hmm. his number one comparison coming out of college was Will Fuller. So they're both the same body, same size, same speed. They have Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, Jalen Waddle, Mike Jazek. Jazeski, Kaseski, that's their tight end. Lynn, yeah, Lynn Bowden Jr., who's uh, he was supposed to be good out of college. Uh, the Raiders drafted him and never used him, traded him over. I'm sure he'll get a, I'm sure he'll get a good, good amount of playing time. Uh, all right, they have a good Hunter. You got Hunter, you got number six or seven, no, number seven, seven. All right, hmm. I will, I will stick with Alabama and give Najee Harris. Okay, I'll give him the number number seven spot. I mean, I feel like he's going to come straight into Pittsburgh and be a starter. They don't really have any other options at running back. I can I can't tell you one. James Conner's gone to Arizona. I don't I don't hate that pick by you, but I don't think he'll be that good this year. Uh, I feel They've like, always had a good line, so I don't see why not. But I mean, Ben's played out. He. That's why you're gonna feed it to him instead. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think you could fill the box mm-hmm. and, and and let Ben beat you. And I don't think Ben's gonna beat anyone this year. You're right. You're right. I'll give you that. I don't know. Can't take it back now. I, but I don't. I don't <laughs> think that means Najee Harris is bad. Oh yeah. I yeah, think no, this he's... is just gonna be a bad year for him. Yeah. Okay, so at number six, 
I started to make this one my first pick, but I felt like it was too low. So I'm, I'm betting big on this one. For number six, give me Zayvon Collins. Zayvon Collins. That's the uh, card. The linebacker back, out right? of Arizona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not bad. I don't even know how to spell his name. Well, the one that took Jordan Hicks' spot. Yes. Well, I've got a good one here. I'm going to keep it going in receivers. Jamar Chase. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. We're getting to the top, top now. All right, I got you. The, I, I think Jalen Waddle. I think Jalen Waddle will be better this year than Jamar Chase. Really? I think – so my bold prediction – call it a bold statement. <laughs> is that – is that Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow are going to be just like in college. They have not oh, missed Oh, they're not going to miss a beat. I think – I'm here for it. Joe Burrow passing to Jamar Chase in college – Probably the best connection we have ever seen between a quarterback and wide receiver, and I think until Joe Burrow out. gets injured, and I think it's gonna. Oh God, Here we translate. go with Gujina's soapbox about hey, they didn't take Panay Sewell, and they got they still got a good linebacker and or not <laughs> lineman in the second round, didn't they? Yeah. So I think they're I guess, fine. I, so I think I think they're gonna be all right. Look, in five years, we're not gonna remember they pass on Sewell. Yeah, I think Sewell will. You be will good. If fucking. Uh, if Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow pulls a Jake gets, Locker. Yeah, gets knocked oh, out of the league. Retire. I forgot about that fucker. Okay. Hunter, All right. Number four. Number four. Oh, that means I have to give number one. Oh, God. Well, number one's got to be. I mean, yeah. Number one's that's obvious. Kind of a hand, like a, a give me. Oh, but Hunter's got to say it. The Texans fan. It's only right. That's what's sad. Uh, but number four, number one's gonna be Davis Mills. <laughs> <laughs> this episode won't go up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my Wi-Fi crash. Not anymore, boy. I got that forty-five megabits per second upload. Um. Wow. I'm really drawing blanks. I mean, start start running through the top ten draft picks. I'm trying to, and I want to say one, but I just don't feel like uh, four is too low. I want to give him some credit. Mm. I don't think any of the quarterback pick belongs in the top ten. Other than See, one. I was think I, I feel like two was going to be in our top ten. That's why I don't want to say one of them. <sighs> give. I'm going to have two. This is difficult. Let me tell you right now. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Um. Oh shit! There's two guys I want to put. Okay. There's three guys that have to be on this list right now. I know. Well, I just thought of one of them. On four. I just thought of one of them, and <sighs> damn it, Hunter, just say one because we can't risk number four. Give me Kyle Pitts. Okay, you damn. motherfucker. <laughs> At four? Yes, at four. You I would have put one guy ahead of him. Or before him. But uh Gooch, take it away. I was gonna I I don't know defense pick, never mind. Kyle Pitts at either three or two. Yeah, oh, oh, I just thought of somebody I could have picked instead of him. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, Damn. I'm probably gonna pick him if Gooch doesn't. Give me. Damn. 
I if you pick Olympic, I don't know. I'm picking it too. I mean, see, like I don't, I I don't want any. I don't think there's any of the other quarterbacks are top three. No. Um, Jesus. See, I've got two. I guess. You what? I've got two guys in in these last three, and I can't think of a third. So I guess for three, give me Penn School. That's who I was going to say for. That after I said uh, Pitts, I was see, like, I would have oh, liked him at four damn. better. I would have rather had him at four and Pitts at three. That's why but, I said I'm sorry, but oh well. Oh, who am I picking it? It's just two. one spot swapped. It's all right. Okay, ain't that big of a deal. We know who one is. Two. Two, mm. two is where I want to put this guy. I, I know you're gonna you're not gonna not, think of him. I, I I considered I've considered someone, but I don't think he belongs in the top ten. Oh god, I wonder who you're thinking of. Who are you thinking I think of? I, I can't I'm, I'm not gonna say it until you say it. Yeah, say we're it. not gonna say it until you say it. I'm not gonna give you any I'm, ideas. I'm not putting don't want Justin Fields here. I really Yeah, oh, that's who I was gonna say was Fields. See, mm-hmm. um, we don't even know for sure that he's gonna like consistently start. Okay, see, I could be an asshole and put someone here. Uh, Parsons. <laughs> I mean, he's supposed to be better than <laughs> he's better than his draft position, but uh, I just I was waiting for you to say Parsons. No, I I wish I would have thought to put him later. Damn, this is hard. We really, damn, we jumped the gun. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think you could move. Six to three, down one, make Lawrence one. But shit. Who said I put Lawrence number one? Um, Maybe I feel like he gets hurt first game. Can, can, can I cheat? Can I look up first nope. round? Nope. nope. You, you look, I, I have a list of names. That's it. I a list of two. names? Well, that's no, all but, I had. Well, I'm talking like the team names. That's all I have. I'm looking at team oh. names. Okay. So like you're lying. There we go, Hunter. Um, NFL teams. I, I just got to look at teams. So I'm not picking. It's not like you're going to remember who they drafted. I do. Uh, the Broncos got certains. I mean, there's really only like one other guy other than number one that you could put at number two. Oh, I just thought of another one I could have put up there. It's it's not Fields, right? Or is it Fields? No. Is it Lance? It's not. Mm -mm. I'm not going to tell you who, but it's not. I wouldn't put Lance in number two. This is fucking killing me. You're forgetting forgetting a very obvious one. I am? I'm not putting. You are. Oh, that's I thought not, of another one I could have put up there. I'm, that's not. It's not Devonte Smith. Oh my God, we butchered this list. No, first Devontae, top ten list, we butchered it. Th- oh that's why God. it's terrible tens. You're welcome, Hunter. Oh God. Oh, f- who? Who? Uh, just say your number two, and then I'll tell you. I don't know. I can't fuck this up. My picks have been good. I want to know who Gooch is thinking about. I wonder if we're thinking about the same person. It's not Trey Lance. It's not um the other quarterback. It's not Fields. Uh, who's that other cornerback? JC Horn. JC Horn. If you put JC Horn at number two, I swear to God. <laughs> Over I mean, people, people did give JC Horn better comps or better yeah. ratings than Sertan. They just think Sertan's. I've got, 
I've got like two players in my head who I think could, you could respectively put number two on this list. Yeah. I have Jesus ooh. Christ. I've got two. I don't know about three. One I, of them is Fields. Okay. Y'all can suck a dick. I put Michael Parsons. You're a son of a bitch. Who? I can't. I I'm drawing hate blank. you. I, and y'all Zach gave me Wilson? shit for putting Nico Zach, Collins I'm putting, I told you be no literally anybody. I told you no I, other quarterbacks. I mean, after Hunter fucked it up with Kyle Pitts. Okay, Kyle Zach Pitts. Wilson. But Michael right, Park, look, okay. I didn't fuck it up with Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is fourth. And then you got Sewell at third. That's easily like you can you can swap those around easily. Either or is or, gonna be better. Yeah, like I don't know. All right, go ahead. But Cap the thought, no, Hunter. no bias. All the only right. reason I put Micah Parsons is because I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. We don't care. You're okay. a diehard Cowboys fan. We understand. <laughs> it comes okay. through every episode. Every episode, and I felt bad putting Nico Collins at ten. God forbid I put somebody at fucking two of my team that I know is not going to be worthy. Shit. With that being said, with that being said, number one, give me Davis Mills. Joking. Trevor Lawrence. Number one. Surefire number one. Do you you want to recap (sighs) our top ten? Who's this? We have Nico Collins at ten. Mm-hmm. Patrick Sertan at nine, Jalen Waddle at eight, uh, Najee Harris at seven, Zayvon Collins at six, Jamar Chase at five, Kyle Pitts at four, Penny Sewell at three, Micah Parsons at two, and Trevor Lawrence at one. One of these things just doesn't belong here. <laughs> Nico Collins, Najee Harris. I, okay. I would take things. Najee Harris a seven before I took Micah Parsons a two. Yeah, I I felt pretty good about the list up until about four. <laughs> Once I said about okay. Pitts, why not? How, why why I forget about Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson did not cross my mind one time. I I could I feel like I, I could have put him at the lower end of ten. Uh, I mean, I don't think he's top two, but I think he's. He's got a better option. chance to be top ten than Look, Michael Parsons. Okay, we know so what the floor the is in New York. He he cannot do worse than the floor in New York. So who who are the other guys that were thinking? Because I, I was thinking of just here. Wilson and Fields. Well, I should have done Fields. I was thinking of a long shot, Travis Etienne. Oh, I don't know That's about that one. He might be good. I've heard some praise about him, but I mean. It's the same idea as Jamar Chase reuniting with Joe Burrow. But Jamar Chase and Burrow is different than Lawrence, Lawrence and, and his running back. They've yeah. already been working him out at the slot, so it's not that different. No, no, it's not. I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like, you know. But that was our first installment right. of Terrible Tens. It was indeed terrible. Yeah, and it was. I'm not sorry. The only thing I'm sorry about is y'all having to listen to Wiz put Parsons. And at least I didn't just outright say, you know, Michael Parsons. I had to sit there and think and draw a blank. So I was like, who else? It was all an act. We know it was not. It was an act. You were just stalling. 
Wiz had this like, game plan from the get-go. <laughs> the second he saw me put it in the notes when we're starting this week, he said, all right, where am I putting Parsons? See, I was I was thinking about putting him at 10 if I started with 10. Then why didn't you? I didn't start with 10. I was in a little I, y'all I said when y'all start, y'all were like, eh, no, maybe, no. <laughs> well, all right. I think it's Hunter's fault for putting Pitts at four. What's next? NBA? Yes. Okay. A little NBA. So, y'all want to? I don't know when they're gonna come out with the all NBA first team, second team, and third team. But why don't we try to go ahead and it's, give who we think is gonna be NBA first team? It's just it's, first team, not second and third. It's hard because everyone's been injured this year. Off it the has top, two locks. I can say off the top of my head is Curry and Jokic. I guarantee you LeBron's also a lock, only because he's LeBron. He shouldn't be there. He but shouldn't. He's good. If, and then if, again, since he was hurt, he might, might have knocked him down a second team. I think KD, with his injuries, has more of a case over LeBron just because of how he played more. Yeah. I don't know. This season was – I would, I would oh. definitely put Jokic to Steph. Yeah. Damn. Um. Give me, but who'd you say, Dan? I mean, not if I don't think if Steph is getting. I mean, you putting two point guards on first team. Can you? Or does it? Yeah, I think you can. It's, it's two guards, two forwards, and a center. Yeah, it doesn't have to be point I guard, could, shooting guard. It could be yeah, two guards, two forwards, and a center. I know. I'm just saying, like, if you put Dane, then you're basically ruling out any two guards. But... Who, who are you thinking? I mean, I don't. I don't. I think Steph and Dane is fine. I think it shouldn't Chris be Paul. too. It shouldn't be too. I, no, it shouldn't be nah. too hard. Why don't we just give off? Like each of us give off a top five. That way we don't just have conflicting things. Okay. My I, so I, I think Steph Jokic. I hate to say it, but I I just have a feeling Giannis is going to be on it. Oh, obviously. Think of that. Although he was kind of hurt for a little bit, but not too long. No. Nah. Um. Oh. You could say yours again. Who, who do you have uh, so far? Steph, Jokic, Giannis. Steph. Probably Dame. Yeah, I guess. I guess give me LeBron for my other forward. Okay, so. Fucking bland ass. I'm for five. sure going with Steph, Jokic, and Giannis. I am going to try and think of a second. I'm going to try and think of a shooting guard instead. In the shooting guard, don't do I want to say Booker? I would. I I think that Booker yeah. is a shooting guard. So I need one more forward. Is that that's four. no? You need two more. Oh yeah, you said Steph, Jokic, and Giannis. So yeah, yeah you need one other more forward. forward. I think it's just because of his play this year. I'm gonna say Jason Tatum. I, I low key like yours better than mine. Yeah, I, I think injuries fucked everything. Those are five guys who stayed pretty healthy and played in the top of their position all year. I like that. Hmm. Christian Wood. <laughs> Man. I want to say Embiid a lot, honestly, but I know Jokic is going to get the spot because he won MVP. Yeah. 
but I really don't want to put Jan. They're going to put Giannis. I know they are. If I'm doing based on strictly what what they're predicting, Giannis would be in there. You know what? I'll say this. Second team, if second team is based off injuries, second team will be better than first team. Oh, yeah. Because second team, you'll have KD, LeBron, Harden. Kyrie. Uh, Ky- uh, I want to put Kyrie on one, two, or three. Chris Paul, Dame, if he's not on your first. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. I'm, hard. I'm hard at thinking of players. I bet Luka would be on second. Oh, I didn't even think of Luka. Wow. You think – oh, fuck. You think Bradley Beal makes second team? He might. Oh, God. Second team sounds – good thing we're just doing first team because second team sounds pretty, yeah. pretty hard yeah. to predict. Yeah. Unless y'all want to you you know know try to do predict, predict second team. Nope. No, but I just, <laughs> that's too tough. That's a no, thirty. But all I know is I want to critique these lists when they come out. Oh, I do too. All right, so I'll do the basic. Since Steph, Jokic, and Giannis, as much as I don't want to, but I feel like that's who the media projects top. Um. Ooh, I bet. I wonder if you think Randall would make second or third team. I can see, depending with injuries, I think he might get bumped to third. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get a list of teams I can get up there. I wonder where Westbrook would lay. Where would he land? Oh, I think he's third team at best. Yeah. It's sad because everybody's just overlooking how he averages a triple-double. Mm. Well, it's like everyone like expects it now. Exactly, like they're not surprised by it. That's sad. Hmm. I gotta think about Donovan Mitchell too. Second and third team. Damn, that, that I don't know how they're gonna get second and third team out. That's no. gonna be a lot of snubs. I mean, because you got to think like just guards alone are stacked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of playoff teams, and there's just a lot of people that are. Who do you have so far? I just have the Steph, Jokic, and Giannis. Those are the top three clear cut going to make it. Yeah. If not, if it's not Jokic, it's Embiid. Yeah, I don't think they put Embiid in over the Embiid. Yeah, I don't either. Um. Give me Dame. And I like your Tatum. I'll take the Tatum one also. Mm-hmm. Like you said, though, because of injuries, I could be wrong. They probably would still lump LeBron in there, but I haven't been missing this year. If, probably, probably for the first time in years. If LeBron is on the first team and, some, and Embiid isn't in there, I think Embiid could be in there as a forward even. I don't know how they do that. I don't know. I don't know. He's he, he's kind of like a center forward, I think. But I don't know. Oh, Yeah. But I don't know. I I think it'll be more fun to critique this later than to throw out ours, but it'll be fun to compare, see how off we are. Exactly, uh, yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll probably be out next week. I wanted to give our – or go back and look at our awards, but they still haven't put out Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Which is weird how you put out MVP before Rookie of the Year. It's probably real close. I wouldn't be surprised because with LaMelo's injury. Yeah, because the top three was LaMelo – Anthony Edwards and Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, Halliburton won't get it for sure. But... No, he only had like twenty percent of the votes. I think I think Lamella deserves it. 
still I do too. Because he, he even came back from the injury. Yeah, he came back, still played at a good level. I think uh, playing at a good level your whole season, missing some games, yeah, is more important than starting off iffy and, and getting good towards the end. But um, one quick, yeah. one more quick thing to talk about in the NBA is this already fucks up two of our uh, game picks. The Suns swept the uh, the Nuggets, and we all had uh, I had Suns in six. six or five. I would like to say I had Suns in five. Yeah. So yeah. I was the closest. Close I mean, you're not going to get an extra point for me. Not that it matters. And we all had we all had nets and five, and the game is going to at least six now because it's tied to two. I'm pissed. I'm pissed too. I was hoping for a sweep, low key. But hey, I mean, seeing the Suns sweep the Nuggets, that kind of that kind of intrigues me a lot about that Mm -hmm. team. They do a lot better than I expected. Somehow steal this from the Nets, I will be livid. Livid in a good way or a bad way? No, I want the Nets. I want the Nets all the way to the end. Yeah. I I want Nets stunned. And real quick, if Atlanta does not win tonight, that ruins my Atlanta could still technically win the series, but that could end my and um I have Atlanta in seven. Yeah, I've got Atlanta in six would ruin that. I got Philly and who? I was the only one picking Philly. Did I say seven or six? You said seven. Seven. Atlanta's up seven four right now, so they win tonight. Lock. Atlanta's up 7-4. Mother, what is it? First minute of the game? Yeah. <laughs> it just tipped off. It just tipped off. Oh, nope, it's, up a, it's, a t- it's a touchdown to two safeties. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of the Nets, what do y'all think about um, what do y'all think about uh, their injuries? Oh, I gotta stop picking I mean, on you about your action. That's bad. I'm sure everyone loves it. I just think it's soul crushing. No, no, there's rumors that Harden might actually come back before Kyrie. They're yeah. both they're both probably they're both probably gonna miss tomorrow's game, but Ky- Harden has a better chance to play. Yeah, I saw and that. I, I think s- Harden will play game six. Yeah, I saw where they the Nets were just sweeping Harden's injury under the rug for a while, then it finally came public. So I think they've known about it and have been slowly nursing it, so it's not as bad as we believe. I, I all I heard about his injury is that it was the same exact thing that kept him out. He came in the season. He came back early, made it worse, missed two months. You know, yeah. So, so it's like, okay, we're not going to rush him back unless we're about to lose the play- losing the playoffs. Because yeah, if he re if he re-injures it like he did in the season, you know, he's out for two months. Mm-hmm. It's got to be frustrating for New York, Dude. especially to have this much hype going in. Everybody's picking you to win. You got this but, top three that's supposed to be unstoppable, and now they're they're. Hurt. I mean, I don't even care too much about Kyrie. I don't think he's as important as Harden on that team, but it is heartbreaking for Harden. Mm-hmm. He, the past, since since he joined Houston, probably has been the healthiest player who's played since that year by far. And for this year, just be injury riddled and then get in the playoffs, get injured again. I mean, he's gone every playoff run without, a, without an yep. issue. I know. Do you think if the Nets don't win this year, they run it back? Same three? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or do you uh, think Kyrie might get hurt because somebody else called him an N-word and leave? I don't I don't know. Because there's a difference between them like falling short after being up 2-0 against the Bucks and like falling short in the conference finals or the actual finals. It 
I think, but I also, I think, I think, I mean, just from my standpoint, and maybe they don't feel the same way as me, but if they lose this to the Bucks, like you have to run it back one more time because I don't think anybody thinks that like the Bucks are like the better team in this series. The Bucks just happen to have like all these injuries fall their way at the right time. Real quick. Okay. Speaking of injuries, this is something I'm fired up about. So everyone, every Lakers fan out there and some analysts were like dogging on fans and some analysts for uh, celebrating LeBron's downfall, Lakers being out. I'm just happy because we finally get some parody in the playoffs. We're getting a new champion. Yeah. I'm tired of seeing LeBron. I love seeing fresh faces. I mean, it got so old seeing Warriors Cavs four years in a row in the finals. But it's, I mean, I don't personally love LeBron, but I'm not happy because I hate LeBron. That's not the reason why. Yeah. But now that the Nets are falling apart, those same Lakers fans are rubbing it in their face. And so it's just kind of the, what would you, they're, 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 Lakers fans are toxic, period. Oh, yeah. And number two, Lakers fans are already are dogging on the Suns like hell. They're saying, well, you beat an injured Lakers team and you beat the Nuggets without Jamal Murray. And if it wasn't for the short offseason, you would, the Lakers wouldn't even have gotten injured and you would have lost to them. So my counter to that is with injury-prone AD and old-ass LeBron, if it wasn't for the time off before the bubble, they wouldn't have been healthy for the playoffs. They wouldn't have gotten to beat the eight seed Blazers. They wouldn't have gotten to beat the injured Rockets who were having drama go on because of uh, Daniel House sneaking out in the bubble. And like I said, uh, Russell Westbrook was never 100% after his ankle injury uh, late in the season. And then you got to face an inexperienced overachieving Nuggets team last year than to only face the injured ass Miami Heat in the finals. So it is so hypocritical for Lakers fans to say anything about the Suns or Nets, like, because they benefit so much from how the playoffs played out last year and for the time off. A little rant. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty. I think that's pretty much all. Yeah, I'm over NBA. the NBA for this yeah. week. However, Wait till we get a new round. I want to go ahead and start MLB off with a little something that just came up, came up on my phone. An ex MLB staffer just came out. <coughs> His name is Brian Harkins. Did y'all see the Los Angeles Angels visiting clubhouse manager for more than three decades? And he gave details on pitchers. He says he helped provide with sticky substances during his career. And the ones that he mentioned include Garrett Cole, Max Serger, Justin Verlander, Corey Kluber, and Adam Wainwright. I sent you the link to that earlier. Did y'all see it? I just, I just saw it pop up, pop up on my phone. Okay. I sent y'all Cotton 4K and it's the actual messages between him and the people. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, I, I just think it's hilarious. I mean. What do you know? There's yeah, two I mean... Astros on there. I just don't see why this is like taking over so big. Pitchers have literally been doing this since the beginning of yeah. baseball. It's only they're getting gonna so do big because of whatever the they think are low. They so. they're gonna do whatever they think they can do, and not get caught. Like that, that's the only take I have on this. It just so. doesn't. 
uh, okay. They're going to keep doing it. Like, yeah, you might crack down on it for a year or two. Once all this like awareness dies down, they're going to find new ways and it's going to be there. So there's two things to it the way I see it. Um, for one, I think it's an argument versus if some should be allowed and once like, because players start doing some crazy combinations and stuff like that. And I think that's what people have the issue with. And because um, like what they use like pine tar and stuff like that. And that, I mean, I don't care. But like if they start making like combinations of different chemicals or and liquids and stuff like that. Oh, shit. Weird. Yeah, I'm seeing right here where that the angel's closer had a formula to make the substances. Yeah. And then he provided sports illustrated with text messages, Venmo transaction records and shipping receipts to help corroborate his claims. Jesus. So Jesus Christ. Why is the NFL shit or MLB a shitstorm right now? So my second thing about it is Trevor Bauer has been like tipping off the MLB about this for like two years now. And he himself has been expert. Like, He's been like talking shit how people like Garrett Cole and some other guys are just like, uh, what's that guy's name on the Nationals? Um, Scherzer. Scherzer. How their yeah. spin rates have just like bumped up like crazy over the past couple of years. And yeah. no one wants to say anything about it. So, you know what he's been doing? He did it himself and his spin rates mm-hmm. bumped up like crazy. Yeah. And they, and they inspected yeah. into it. You guys and see, that's why this guy things. got fired from the Angels. It says he was fired. Let's see where to go. He but, told Abstein and Pruitt that then general manager Billy Epler fired him and said the league conducted an investigation that determined the broke rules preventing employees from providing such sub- substances to players. But sure, Bauer is definitely being used as a scapegoat right now because he is the only one who's gotten in trouble for it so far. Who? Uh, Trevor Bauer. Oh. And he's actually getting shit on during broadcasts by a the broadcasters or whatever they're like they're, yeah. they're they're outright talking about a spin rate drop since he's been caught and stuff like that but you have other players like garrett cole and that you know are using it and i'm giving shit answers to when they're asked about using it and you know you don't hear a word other than that like yeah mlb yeah. loves their scapegoats yeah john donaldson which this is kind of old news he's the one that asked reporters isn't it a coincidence that garrett cole's spin rate numbers went down uh thursday after four minor leaguers got suspended for 10 games. It's not. It's it's flat out. Like, that's what happened with Bauer. After he got suspended a couple games, it went down. It, these, and it just, it depends on what you want to, what you want to consider part of the game and not part of the game. I don't know. Yeah, here's one. Cardinals manager Mike Schilt. Is that how you pronounce it, Gooch? I have no clue. Cardinals man. You don't know the Cardinals manager? I don't know how to pronounce this name. Uh, but he told reporters, this is baseball's dirty little secret, and it's the wrong time and the wrong arena to expose it. It's not a secret. It's been going on for hundreds of years. Yeah. So Okay, so Gooch, you're our MLB guy. What What is your final opinion on it? Oh, yeah, he's about to I just don't right care. Like I, I, like I said, it's been going on for literally as long as the game's been going on. Guys are going to find new ways, like, it doesn't so, matter to me. Like, you crack down on it. I mean, I think you try to eliminate the best you can. But do you think limiting certain substances should be a thing? You can limit whatever you want. But like, people are said, still going to find a way. Yeah. Guys are going to brew up their own stuff in the dugout or mix sunscreen with resin to make like a, a paste. Like, is that what you did? 
So no, it's just a known thing that like certain brands of sunscreen become like sticky when you mix it with the resin bag on the mound. And so that the, there's actually one specific brand of sunscreen that's outlawed in the MLB because of that. Oh, and so it's like, it's like that, this was like back in the days of like fit balls and like Vaseline on your hat, which is like obviously long gone because it's obvious. So like back in those days, they cracked down on that. And then some guy figured out he could take this random sunscreen and do the same thing. So they're just going to find new ways. Okay, so Gooch, what's worse, a 4K camera behind third base or a chemistry lab going on the dugout? <laughs> chemistry lab. <laughs> dugout <laughs> baseball goes breaking bad. Hey, there's at least, at, least there's some, at least there's some skill in having to make your own. Your and own there's some skill in getting that camera, there's camera some angle just skill right. In stealing the signs when they're changing it 50 times a game. And banging this that is not an Astro segment. Right. This is not an Astro yes, segment. Yes. We're not defending anything besides <laughs> Gary Cole and Verlander really doing race. this. <sighs> that was episode seven. I'm no longer. A... Never mind. Guys, <laughs> uh, uh, at least the pitchers aren't murdering anyone. Okay. I'm going to end that by saying that the league is on the verge of implementing a plan to have umpires check pitchers randomly throughout the games, yeah. and that when that begins, players will be will face potential suspensions. I just wonder why it's MLB is so popular for cheat. Like, why is it so easy for people to cheat and it's okay for that to get away than other leagues? Because I think, because like MLB is not easy by by any means, but at the base of everything, it's such a simple game. Yeah. Um, You just, just, you see more cheating things in MLB than other leagues. So, would you rather, I, Let's not be too long on this, but would you rather the MLB be 100% strict and correct on everything or let things like um, like the whatever substances being used for pitchers and human error in the umps? I mean, when it comes down to human error and umps, you're going to have that. But, I mean, if you've got a chance to get it 100% right, you did 100% right, that's never going to happen. Robot umps. Yeah, see, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I think I might see if uh, we can get someone on next week to talk about that. It's good if you don't like that. We can have a little debate. But yeah, that's plenty of MLB, I think. Do y'all have any other sports topics y'all want to talk about this week? Uh, no, um, that I could think of. I just know the yeah. Golden Knights are in the conference finals or whatever you call it, in uh, semifinals, whatever. I'm. I say I'm. I'm ready for highs and lows, and then get um, on out of here. Don't have a don't have a gun to your head segment. Not a good enough one this week. Damn. I I had a an okay one, but I'm I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. Research it. Get it a little better. Yeah, get it juicier I, for us. I, I've been yeah. I'm trying to think of one, but I just can't get one. But. Like I've got a premise for one that I like, but I don't have all the details for it. I wish I would have saved last week's chicken one just for this week. Oh. Um, but yeah, so I'll go ahead and just start it. Uh, my lows, unsports related this week, and it is the housing market is an absolute dumpster fire right now. I am currently pre approved to buy a house and cannot buy a house 
that I can afford without paying like $20,000 over asking price. And it is absolutely demoralizing having to pay $180,000 for a $150,000 house. See, I mentioned this earlier today in one of our group chats. I don't know if y'all saw it, but right now in Austin, all the Californians moving over who are like sick and tired because of the shutdown and everything, they're, they're literally going, it's ruining Austin's um, housing market. They're going to Austin in a $200,000 house with an offer on it. And they're just going and dropping $600,000 on it. It's yeah, happened cause... multiple times. Cause they're like, Hey, this house is $2 million in California. In California. And yeah. they'll, they'll just overbid someone $400,000. And it's like, yeah, I, I bid, I bid on a house this past week. And the house was on the market for 24 hours. And in 24 hours, the owners received 13 offers, six Jesus. of which were cash. Oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's a mess. I think a lot of people, a lot of people waited to buy, too, because COVID, and now that it's ending, mm. they're, they're jumping on it. Because I, my wife and I almost bought a house just before COVID. It was like March, right when COVID was starting, lockdowns in other areas, not Texas yet, were starting. And we're like, you know what? She works in the, in the apartment business. So maybe, maybe with other states, you know, not requiring rent to be paid, she might lose her job or, you know, be furloughed. So we, we uh, backed out and nothing happened. We should have a house right now. Wow. Yeah, that's Zero. What I, I would think during but when COVID started, you would think that the housing market would be down. It'd be like really cheap to buy a house. It, it was for a little bit, but you know, just like at the beginning of COVID, you're like, am I going to have my job in a couple months? Exactly. Because so people were just real sketchy, and I yeah. think that's also what made it even cheaper because people were like, look, I just need to get rid, sell this house. Yeah, but it was a new house, and our payment would have been a little less than our apartment's payment, and that was with zero down payment. I'm pissed. But, so imagine if you put down like 10k. I know, I wouldn't have though. <laughs> no, no, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. But well, I, th- I only have one low in this because I just recently started betting, and I betting again really, and I wish I didn't start back because I I quit on a high note. I made I turned 40 into like 500 dollars, and I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna stop here, only because my Bavada account I couldn't figure it out. But now that I got it closed and restarted a new one and figured out what was going on, I am just not hitting shit. I finally hit a bet. I, just, I, I did by I accidentally placed this bet. I was pissed that I did. I bet it or I placed it twice for five bucks. I ended up winning fifteen off of it. That's the only thing I've won is my accidental one. I currently did a random MLB parlay to see if I can get some kind of luck. I chose the Brewers Rays. And athletics to win tonight. See, I am so glad. I'm not even going to bother learning about Bovada because I'm so glad. It's very sports. simple. I'm so glad sports betting is illegal in Texas because I would blow all my fucking money. If I wasn't, <laughs> if I wasn't blowing all my money, I'd be putting a 50 cent bet down on a 15 scenario parlay every night. <laughs> That's Just, actually a great idea because they have I've, uh, parlays and props that are ma- already made. I've, the odds go up to 50, 50,000. Have, have you, yeah, have you seen that? Like, guys will bet like two bucks and win like 
15,000 off because it it's was insane. I was, insane. I was just playing around the other day and looking at these 50,000 plus odds parlays. I'm like, this is this is insane for this to happen. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Honestly, I'm glad because I because I see hey, y'all Bovada talking about it. Very, very easy. Very, don't, very simple. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> I don't want to know. Bro, I will help you set up. I'll give you dude, my referral dude, code. I will rather get $200 in my pocket and drive to Lake Charles right now. Just play a couple rounds of blackjack. Hey, they have that on there too. Shut up. <laughs> hey, if you use my referral code. Shut. <laughs> I use Diego's referral code. I deposited 50 and they gave me 75. So you get you get money. They Wiz going to be on in his uh, podcast equipment. He's going to get a pink Fund his account. I'm, I'm gonna be. He's gonna buy a house. Second, he buys it. Pink slips it. God. All right, well, Hunter, hit us with your high note. Um, yeah, with that, I am gonna be spending the weekend at the beach with a lot of my friends. I've never been drunk on a beach before. I cannot wait for that to happen. Hopefully, I don't fuck up and drown somehow. Knowing me, probably won't get in the water that much because I have a fear, kind of like a subtle fear of the ocean because you never know what the hell is in there. Only 5% of the oceans have been discovered. The last time I was in, oh, I wasn't, I thought I was in the Texas Ocean. It was Florida. Uh, I went out about probably 200 yards off the beach because, yeah. like, you could swim out, like, 75 yards and hit a sandbar. Yeah. And I was probably, I was at least probably 200 yards off the beach. And this big wave come up in front of me, at least probably a five foot shark, fifty yards in front of me, and I'm two hundred oh, yards off the beach. See, that's what I'm scared about. That sandbar. I tried to force myself out of that fear. I'm like, look, I, I talked myself into it. I walked about a hundred yards off into a sandbar. So I'm like, Hunter, you're gonna face your fears. You're gonna do this shit like a fucking. You're. I was 22 at the time. I'm like, you're a grown ass fucking man. You're scared of the ocean. Yeah. You're gonna do this anxiety no, the whole time. God. I got to the sandbar and I'm like, fuck this, fuck this. I don't know what's by my feet. Anything can get me right now. I don't like this. I just so, I couldn't do it. Open water kind of scares me for two reasons. Because one, it's open fucking water. And exactly. Two, two I'm I'm terrified of heights. I know I'm not gonna me fall. Too. Me too. But I know <laughs> I'm high up. <laughs> like I know there's so much below me, and I'm just like. I'm high up. I don't have my feet down on anything. I'm not stable. It, it freaks oh, me out. Oh, God. But I can exactly. get on a cruise ship. No problem. Honestly, I've been on a couple and, like, you just forget that you're out in the water. Like, that doesn't bug me. But when I'm still, yeah. it creeps me out. Until so you yeah, get away just... and your ass gets tossed out of the shower. I... Yeah. That happened to me on a cruise ship. Really? Yes. I, I felt been... completely out of the shower into the bathroom. I've been oh on like God. five or six cruises and I've been lucky that all of them have been mostly pretty quiet waters. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, good. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, matter of fact, I just, I bought two crab traps on Amazon yesterday. They just got here today. Shockingly, but we're all going to catch crab, have a good little crab boil. We're, we're right by the dikes, which is supposed to be like a really good fishing spot and a crabbing spot. And so looking forward to that. Um, it's my girlfriend's, What's today? Monday? Yeah. Okay. Good. Tomorrow is my girlfriend's twenty-first birthday. Looking forward to that. That's why we're kind of doing this beach trip. So sweet of you. Yeah, we're gonna go out wait, Friday night. Try wait, to find a place to hang out. Yeah. You're, crat- you're cradle robbing. Cradle yeah. robbing. I'm a cradle robbing. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. But I've been grooming this one for years now. Do what? Nothing. 
<laughs> you cut out when you said it, so I didn't hear you. He said you've been grooming yeah. her for years. Uh, I've been grooming her for years. Oh, I met her on Tinder. It was really because of a hurricane. That last hurricane, she lives in Orange. And I had my location on Tinder set for Huntsville. And she just happened to, her childhood friend is going to Sam Houston. So she evacuated for that hurricane to go stay with your friend at Huntsville. And it just happened to match with her when she was there back in, I want to say we matched in September and then became official in October. And last Thursday was eight months. So, yeah, that's, I guess that's also good. Also, we'll get a high here. Yeah. Oh, I'll tie it. Just bait, go tying off the of hunter um, to end mine on a high note. Uh, I, uh, my one year wedding anniversary is what's the Saturday. Is Saturday the 20th or is Sunday the 20th? Saturday is the 19th. Sunday. Then my one year wedding anniversary is Sunday. Where are you taking her? Don't know yet. <laughs> Wait, I thought you just got married. So you just, you just had your honeymoon. That was my like COVID wedding ceremony, but we got oh, so y'all got like y'all went to the court legally and eloped or something. Yeah, we got legally married in 2020. Okay, Man, so you're you. you're gonna have to you're gonna celebrate two anniversaries every year now. She's gonna hold that over you. Two vacations. Are y'all gonna? That's twice the money, dude. I still take my I still take my wife out to dinner, a nice dinner on our like dating anniversary. That's oh cute. my god, yeah. I mean, it's so cute. Right, my dating anniversary, or it'll be one year, October tenth. Mm-hmm. Well, I have one really big high before we leave. It's kind of, kind of half high, kind of half. My hopes are up on something. Lead position has now been. I think it's application or what do you call it? The job posting should close tomorrow. It must well, fast. Isn't it just open? It, they're only open for a week. It's internal. Oh, okay. It, it, oh, I got you. Yeah, internal only. Um, I know a few of the people who have applied. I'm pretty confident in my abilities. Pretty confident that I'm better than the other people. No doubt to them. Doubt they're even listening, though. Just don't want to be an asshole. But just, just say with the chest, you're better. You're yes. superior. I've been told by a bunch of people, just people like I've talked to like once or twice before around the shop, just like, hey, like, you're getting that lead position. I'm like, I hope so. Like, I've heard some good things. I'm like, well, shit, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't heard shit since I applied, <laughs> but I, the one thing that does piss me off is that it used to be, um, it used to be, you got a call, you set up an interview and you interview. Um, now you get a call from a recruiter. The recruiter interviews you. The recruiter doesn't even like, isn't at our site at all. What is the recruiter? Oh, so they could just pick whoever they like. Not, they don't get to see who's hands on there every day doing all the work behind the scenes. They yeah. just go, Oh, that's stupid. So, so I've got to get past a recruiter I don't know, which worries me. Then, oh, I have, yeah. then I have to get past HR. And then I get actually interview with the person that's hiring me or not. But thankfully, I don't think there's that many people who applied. So I think even if I have issues, I don't think I will. But even if I have issues with those first two, I think I'll get to the last round. And my, my supervisor knows me. So Oh, yeah. I feel, like you'll, I feel like you'll do good. If once, you get, once you get past the first level the next two yeah. i think you'll make it if if i don't get it i'm gonna be pissed because right now i'm doing three people's jobs one of them being the lead one of yeah. them being my coworker who's out with a broken or broken knee and torn acl jesus um, why is she a basketball player uh i don't she fell <laughs> damn 
but yeah I'm I'm doing three people's job just like getting run dry right now and so I'm I'm looking on the bright side I'm I'm kissing my my supervisor's ass like crazy right now I'm doing everything anything and everything I can do so I've got high hopes maybe maybe we'll get some improvements with a raise or something I don't know yeah we'll see I mean I'm I'm rooting for you I'm hoping hoping you get it bud thank you we're gonna take bets hopefully we got hopefully you have an even higher high on next week's episode. Oh no. See next week's episode we just see it low. That's it. So speaking yeah. of speaking saving of, this for live. <laughs> speaking of the new stupid uh, hiring process, someone uh someone else I work with, he um applied for a different position and it, it took him like four weeks to get through the three separate interviews. Jesus Christ. So yeah, I my 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 coworker is out with a torn ACL. So she's not coming back anytime soon, and I'm doing my leads job. So I'm gonna be doing his job for another four weeks, not even being the lead yet. So yeah. So when do you when do you know you'll make it past the first round, the first interview? I don't know because I think I believe it officially opened last Tuesday, so it should have closed. Oh wait, tomorrow. you haven't interviewed it yet, have you? No, no. So I, I should get okay. a call soon that because it's because the because the position is closed or. Okay. I, okay. Now I'll see, where, I'll see where we're at now. All right. So we'll probably so, know. Yeah. It, it we'll took know a week. Summer's over. If there was a week of it being open, then there's a week for the first interview, a week for the third, week for the fourth, and then I figure out. Watch them call while you're in you're in Florida on vacation. <laughs> it's. It, I'm not. You don't answer any, the. You don't answer I'm, the phone because you're riding a ride. I'm not taking any days off for that. It's um Fourth of July weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So God, just um, imagine you would hate yourself if that happened. I mean, what are they going to be like? Oh, well, he didn't answer. I guess we're going to go with the second option. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be at work tomorrow, but we're just going to go with the other option. <laughs> they want somebody that's loyal. <laughs> oh, my God. They're like, you know, you know, J- you know, James did tell me he was in Florida and he'll be home tomorrow and back at work tomorrow, but we're going to hire the bitch with the torn ACL. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, shit. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much all for this. Yep. Thank you guys for listening to episode seven of Below Five Hundred. It's as eight. always it's eight, dog. <laughs> well, whoever wrote the outro for I me, know I just seven. I copied. He copied hunters. and pasted so my shit would, from last episode, dog. So you would know the ads. Well, I just so... wanted you to know the ads. Can we cut? Just cut this out. We gotta cut that no, out. No, this is funny. Gucci <laughs> isn't even here. Restart. Oh man, yeah, he's here. His videos pause. That's it. All right, Gooch, take two. Oh, my video paused. I thought my I thought my stuff kept going whenever I. Oh no, you've been no, you've been paused. You've been paused ever since you gave it your take about the bet or the housing market. My green thing in the corner was still on, so I thought I was going. Hell no, buddy. This is a shit show. Yes, it is. This was episode eight of (laughs) Below Five Hundred. As always, YouTube, Below 500 Podcast, like and subscribe. If you really like the show, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Listeners, uh, still waiting on some listener questions to put together for an episode. So hit us in DMs or tweet them to us. All of our socials are going to be at Below 500. Is it at Below 500 Pod? At Below 500 Pod. Yes. And also, we are starting to get active on TikTok. So if you're on TikTok and you see us on your For You page, give us a like and a follow as well. 
Just don't but, report our content, please. Yes. For now, that's it. Below 500, out. Out. See you. Thank you.